the fastest ways to grow your email list. What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show. It's the business podcast. You can actually apply. If you've been around online business for any length of time, I'm sure you've heard the saying, the money is in the list. Can't say I'm necessarily in love with that phrase, but there is some truth to it. The more people you have paying attention to you, you're just going to have an easier time that you can reach in their inbox. You're going to have an easier time selling your products, selling your services, or recommending relevant affiliate offers, which is actually how I connected with today's guest probably over a decade ago. Um, He's been a prolific voice in online marketing and has helped some of the most prominent figures in online business dominate their product launches. His new book is Passion Into Profits, which you can find at passionintoprofitsbook.com. Matt McWilliams, welcome to The Side Hustle Show. It has been a long time, hasn't it, Nick? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me, bud. You bet. Makes me feel a little bit uh, old in saying that, but it's been a wild ride. You know, it's just insane. It's insane. Yes. We've got the the book coming out. I've perused through it. You know what you're talking about. It's a good it's a good read. So again, passionsintoprofitsbook.com. Uh, if you hit passionsintoprofitsbook.com forward slash Nick, you get some special bonuses for Side Hustle Show yeah. listeners. But what I wanted to do today, since so much of uh, what you do and so much of our work together has centered around email marketing, is I wanted to maybe play a game of overrated, underrated as it comes to ways to build your email list. And I wouldn't be doing my job as a host of an episode about list building if I didn't have a listener bonus for you. So what I put together was a list building cheat sheet with two dozen different ways to grow your email list so you can pick and choose the tactics that appeal most to you and your business. It also has the tools and additional resources to help you do it. Be sure to grab that in the show notes for this episode. Just follow the show notes link in the episode description. And I want to tee up one of maybe one of the Uh, earlier promotions that we worked on together. And that was a partner workshop or a pitch free webinar with Brian Harris, who was kind of pre launch for his, his own list building workshop or his product centered around that. But he's like, Hey, can I host this uh, no sales pitch webinar for your audience? I was like, sure. I mean, that sounds like a win win, right? So he's tapping into a pre existing audience of, uh, you know, engaged uh, side hustlers, business owners, online business owners, in exchange for delivering this, you know, hour, hour and a half workshop. And so I wanted to tee that up as a, you know, overrated, underrated way to build your email list in 2023. I think it's properly rated. If you can get them, if you've got the connections, like I've, I've done a few of those, they've, they've worked pretty well. The downside for the affiliate is there's no, there's no financial upside, at least in the near future. You know, it's a longer play for the affiliate. Like, hey, you're going to send 500 people to my webinar. I'm going to grow my list by 500 and I'm going to get to do all kinds of things with them. And you're going to hope that over time, some of them turn into sales and we have a long cookie and they don't change email addresses where you would lose tracking or change devices and things like that. You know, it's, it's a tough sell. I've done them both ways. Typically, I'll do them as just a swap where I'm not looking to make money and you're not looking to make money. We'll pay each other affiliate commissions, but it's a pretty even swap. You know, I'll send 500 people to you. You'll send about 500 people to me. It's overrated in the sense I would not lead with that. It's not where I would start trying to grow your email list, Nick, because you've got to have the connections and they've got to be good connections and good friends who are willing to do it where we're promoting each other because we're each other, not because we're looking to make money. That's the big thing. Okay, so maybe... You know, maybe something after you're a little ways into your journey, because like I said, you do, you are going to have to have that trust built up and those pre-existing relationships in some way. 
Yeah, exactly. And because there's no money exchanging hands and it's it's more of just a swap, like if I come to you and say, like just hypothetically, it's not me, it's just, you know, Joe Blow. And I come to you and say, hey, Nick, can we do this? Can I, can I do this? Can you send me? And, and you're going to send me, you know, 500 to 1,000 people. And then I'm going to send you 32 because I just started. So when you're just starting, I don't have anything to offer you is the the issue there. Whereas, you know, we've been friends, like you know somebody, you've been friends for five years, even three years. We know each other. Like I do this, I do them with mastermind partners because we know each other's email list size, you know? And we know like, oh, my email list is 30, yours is about 35. Cool. If we did a swap, it would be a pretty even transaction. It's okay if no money exchanges hands in the short term. Yeah. Uh, That's when they work. And the way I would approach it, if you are just starting out is just, this is a value add to your audience. And say, look, there, you know, I'm going to teach this workshop. There's no sales pitch. It's just like purely like I want to give give value into your audience, maybe especially like probably beneficial if you are a member of that community, a member of that audience yourself. I've seen it work uh, well that way. One of my favorite episodes was with Dustin Lean, who did this kind of building a, a digital marketing agency and targeting well, who are my target customers already doing business with? They're already doing business with these different software tools and software products. Like, hey, I don't have a competing tool. I don't have a competing service business, but I know that I can help your audience, your existing customer base. And so he was able to grow his list relatively quickly on the back of that. I just thought of an idea. I've never tried this. I I mean, I don't know, maybe you've seen this done. I have not ever seen this done. I'm hesitant to share it because I'm kind of like, I want to do this first. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine you're a student for a product or a user of a product and you've developed some system around using that product without giving away what I'm thinking of because I need to develop this. But there's a particular software that we use. We've developed a system for how we use this software to basically run affiliate programs, right? Okay. If I went to that software creator and said, hey, I'd like to do exactly what we talked, you know, what we we're just talking about, a no pitch webinar, but I am going to pitch. I'm going to talk about how we use your thing and I'm going to sell your thing on it but I grow my email list. No affiliate commission. I don't even get affiliate commissions on the sales. I go, I get on that webinar. I sell $25,000 worth of your product and you send me a thousand people for my email list. It's a pretty good swap there. Yeah, That could work even, you know, because if you've got the story or you've taken, you know, they have a piece to the puzzle. So this particular software is, is a great example, or maybe you've been through their course and you come on and their course is a general course. I'm just going to make up a topic. Um, copywriting. I'm, I'm looking at a copywriting book right now sure. for my friend Ray Edwards. That's why it came to mind. This course teaches copywriting. I apply Ray's lessons specifically to affiliate marketing. I say to Ray, Ray, I would love to, t- I know you have some people in your audience who want to learn how to do affiliate marketing. I'd love to teach a webinar about how to apply your principles to affiliate marketing and how to get into affiliate marketing. What I'm going to sell to them is Copywriting Academy, your course. I'm not getting anything out of it other than hosting the webinar and growing my list. That, that could work. I don't know. I mean, I could be the dumbest idea I've ever had in my life, but. Yeah, it's almost like a student testimonial or a product testimonial type of thing. I could see that even, even if it's co-hosted, that could be kind of cool. Yeah. All right. But you wouldn't, you say you, you wouldn't start there necessarily. So where would you start if you're trying to build your audience uh, from scratch this year? Number one place that, that we always recommend, you know, start with the people you know. I mean, this is the, this is the lowest hanging fruit you have right? So 
we all have a certain number of contacts. Like when I started, for example, um, I had more. And the reason was when I first got into my first online you know, platform, blog, podcast, all that was in the leadership and personal development space. I had spent about six months on a handful of other platforms, nurturing relationships, commenting, you know, connecting. So I had about three to 400 really good contacts, like not, not like people that I barely knew. I'm talking like, no, we'd all commented back and forth. We were tweeting at each other, you know, things like that. Like I had about three, probably on the 300 side. So what I did personally, and I walked, I mean, the book goes step by step exactly through, has like templates on all the stuff I sent. You develop the lead magnet, right? We all know about how to develop a lead magnet, but the short version from the book is like, my. I have a three hour rule, for example. Uh, you cannot take more than three hours to develop a lead magnet, all right? So getting past that, we can come back to that, Nick, if you want. But we get the lead magnet. Then we one by one reach out to literally all of these contacts. That's what I did. I reached out to about 300 people one by one. I had about 280 of the 300 say, yes, I'd like to join your list. Now you say, oh, yippee, 280 people. Okay. Now, hey, do you know of anybody else? We now ask them, say, great, here's the lead magnet. I've delivered it to you. You're on my list. Do you know of anybody else? By the end of the first week, I took those 300 people and turned them into over a little under a thousand subscribers uh, because they referred other people to me. Now, a thousand subscribers, but are really, really tightly knit. If you look at the early days of my community, I immediately had probably half of those 280 were really engaged on my platform. About half of that 140 bought pretty much everything I recommended early on. So I had a little bit of sales coming in, not a ton, you know, I'm not talking like thousands of dollars, but hundreds of dollars. I had them going back and forth. They were now tweeting at each other and commenting. So you look at some of those early posts. I just launched my blog. It was a week old and I was getting 80 to 100 comments on a blog post. Wow. That's almost unheard of when you launch a new blog. You know, it's usually crickets. I don't get that many now <laughs> um, because, you know, people aren't commenting as much on blogs, but this is 2012. So they're commenting and that then reinforces and I built that community. And even today, now I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about affiliate marketing and how to build your online business. And then even talking about the same thing of those initial like 900 and some odd subscribers, about 600 of them are still on my list. Yeah, that's great. And I think the important point there was laying the groundwork first. Groundwork, yep. yeah. Yeah you know, embedding yourself in that community versus, you know, somebody just coming in cold, guns and blazing, hey, follow me, pay attention to me, sign up for my stuff, buy my thing. That's what happened is it got to the point where I would leave comments. And I was very intentional about this. I spent about 30 minutes a day on four different blogs, four different blogs. I spent about 30 minutes a day. So about seven and a half minutes, I would, you know, read what they were writing. And then I would write a thoughtful comment. I wasn't just writing, this is awesome. And that was my comment. Now there were days where I was really busy and I would, I would spend two minutes and that was all I could do, but at least my name was there. Right. But I was engaging with those, you know, those posts. I was engaging with the people. I spent 30 intentional minutes a day engaging with those same people over and over again on social media. We had text threads. They were then asking, like I had numerous people and I say numerous, meaning 30 to 40 people out of those 300 or so would respond to a comment that I would write a thoughtful, in-depth, engaged comment and go, when are you starting a blog? You know, and so I, but I didn't yet. I was like yeah. three months of that before I finally was like, okay, you know, and I knew what I was doing, but it was like, I kind of, I built, 
built up the demand, built up the demand. I engaged with those people. We then took it offline. So we actually had an email group that was separate from the main email group with one of these tribes, with Chris Licurdo's tribe. We had a separate email group where we were talking to each other. I was talking on the phone with these people. So again, by the time I actually started the blog, I had that baked in audience ready to go. What would you say the 2023 equivalent of blog comment engagement would be? In social media engagement. Um, Facebook comments is probably, you know, Instagram. I know there's a community even to this day. There's only one uh, that it's a, it's a friend of mine, big affiliate marketer. Um, and he's a, he's also a talk show host and I'm engaged with his audience on social media. So I'm intentionally responding to his Facebook comments. So it's, it's really the equivalent of what we were doing with the blog comments years ago. We're taking those, those comments and I'm replying to his stuff and then they're asking me a follow-up question. And then I follow up with that and same kind of thing. And then next thing you know, those people and I are Facebook friends and they're following my regular stuff, not just my comments on his blog and, or on his post, same kind of thing. I want to take a detour here and ask about what lead magnets you're seeing most effective because you know, 10 years ago, I was like, download my ebook and you see less and less of that. So what do you see working well for uh, today? Well, the problem with eBooks, I mean, and you know this, Nick, is like, it just takes too long to consume it. You know, in fact, that's one of the biggest things that I talk about in the book is like, people think it, it has to be this comprehensive guide, this like detailed manual type thing. The, the big key is whatever your lead magnet is, it's got to address an immediate or pressing need or want in your audience. That's it. It does not need to have 12 examples. It does not need to have like 14, you know, templates and 17 of this. I find that, you know, anything more, we, again, we call it the three hour rule. If it takes more than three hours to create, way too in depth. In fact, most of the time, two hours. If it takes more than five minutes to consume, it's too in depth. So the example that I give in the book is like, think of it as we want that quick win. We know the term quick win, but I want to reframe it. Think of it like a solution to pain. So if your friend comes to you and your friend is like, oh my gosh, my back is killing me. You know, it's just like, it's tightened up. I don't know what to do. And you go, oh, here. And you hand them a lead magnet. It's a PDF, 18 pages long, 37 exercises you do to improve your back pain in six months or less guaranteed. You are no longer my friend, dude. <laughs> it's overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me an ibuprofen. I want the quick win, right? I don't want a chiropractor appointment next Thursday. I want an ibuprofen. I want a Tylenol. I want to feel better right now. You give me the ibuprofen so that I can go like this and I can move. I'm open to doing your exercises, paid product. I'm open to doing those to get better long-term, but my back hurts right now. You know, my dad had the ultimate lead magnet. My dad passed away in 2005, never owned a computer, never got on the internet a day in his life as far as I know. And I watched him, I realized this about two years ago, that my dad had the perfect lead magnet because my dad was a golf instructor, Nick. And my dad, for any of the golfers out there, you know, you go to the practice tee, people are lined up and my dad would look for somebody in pain, not like physical pain, but he would look for the guy. Yeah, the story's in the book. It's a great one. Yeah. He hits the shot and goes, dang it, I hate this stupid game. And then he hits another one. He slams his club down. And he's like, I, I, ugh, I hate this game. And my dad would go up to him and say, hey, can I offer you a quick tip? And he would find one thing. It was the thing that was going to have the biggest impact, the, the most effective thing this person can do in five minutes or less that was going to improve him the most in this situation. Was it going to get him on the PGA Tour in five minutes? No but he would give them one tip and they'd hit a couple of shots. They go, Oh my gosh, those are the best shots I've hit in a month. 
how do I get more lessons? And then he would sell him a thousand dollar golf instruction package. That's what a lead magnet is. So here's how you create a lead magnet. We'll talk about which ones are working. How do you create a lead magnet? Number one, define the number one problem they have. Number two, solve it. That's it. That's it. So I said the three hour rule. If you think like, by the way, I just want to say like the book, it's geared towards beginner to early intermediate online businesses. Friend of mine runs about a $2 $2 million company, seven figure company. And he was like, dude, you know, I sent him an advanced copy of the book. He said, honestly, dude, I was like, like, he's like, I flipped through chapter one and two. He's like, you know, I kind of like read a couple of things. It's great. You know, it's great for beginners. He said, honestly, I was skipping to chapter seven, which is create raving fans. Cause that's where he's at in his business. How do I create raving fans? He's like, I didn't even think about chapter four, step four. He said, but I saw something. He's like, I saw this thing that uh, like in step four, he said, something caught my eye as I was just kind of flipping through it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I read that story about your dad and I read about the three hour rule and I read about, you know, what makes the best lead magnets said. So we went back, this is three weeks ago. They went back and re-engineered all their lead magnets to fit the criteria. It was like something about that story about my dad, just like it caused something in his brain to snap. And he went back and they re-engineered it. They took a day. They have four main lead magnets. So he said, we have one day. We can only take two hours per lead magnet. That's it. That's their rule because they have four to do in eight hours. They recreated all their lead magnets. Overnight, he said, their opt-in rate increased 40%. Wow. They went from like these super amazing lead magnets that they were so proud of and they had all the, and they just followed what we teach and improved them by 40%. It was like, Dude, that's that's half a million a year to our business or more. Yeah, and it may be just unbundling something that you already have, like simplifying it, yeah. Yes. So number one, the four rules here real quick. Quick win, quick win for your avatar. Quick win, if you have kind of a, a large tent avatar, think of like an avatar within your avatar, right? Like a segment of your avatar. Quick win. Number two, easy to deliver, okay? It's easy to consume, it solves a specific pain point, takes less than three hours to create. Those are our rules. Like with our clients, those are our rules. So which ones are working, of course? Uh, I mean, the, the these have been working for 15 years, checklist and cheat sheets. We had the one that uh, my friend just talked about. He was like, we took one. We had a, their big one was a three video series. Oh, I love the three videos. We all love the three video series. It's great. You know how many people actually get to the third video? Less than 7% of people. Yeah. And so he went back and he said, okay, how can we create this three video series? How can we do this? So they created as a, as a one page cheat sheet, opt-in rate up 40 something percent. So checklist and cheat sheets, number two, templates and swipe copy. Uh, these are the best in our business because it's like, Hey, you want to know the email that I sent that increased my sales by 32%? Boom. Here's the, here's the email. Swipe copy, right? I want to know how we recruit, you know, recruited more than 300,000 affiliates for our clients over the past 10 years. Here's our best performing email. Now you go, wow, you just gave away your best performing. I gave away the best performing. Guess what though? There's about 15 others that we have that work really, really well. And if you want those, you can buy them for like $37. You know, it's not that expensive, but in that funnel, we then make $37, blah, blah, blah. Toolkits are are probably my favorite uh, for a lot of industries. They don't particularly work well for me because nobody's asking me like, what tools do you use? You know, they're, they're not asking, like we just have a toolbox page on our website, but as a lead magnet, if you're in like the photography industry or any type of industry, gardening is a great one. You know, things like that, fitness, health and fitness, you want to know what tools you're using. The great thing about the toolkits is 
you can offset, you can run ads to toolkits and you can offset about two thirds of the cost of a lead from affiliate links in the toolkits. So that's why I love those personally, because I can make a little bit of money and offset the ads. Oh, that's a, that's a really interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. Prompts are a big one. So toolkits only work in certain industries. We have a friend of mine who's in the, he teaches photography. It works really well. Like here, my top 10 gear tips for, you know, I don't know what his title is. I think it's like 10, whatever photography gear that every, you know, photographer needs or something like that, something like that. And it works really, really well. And again, he makes like four or five bucks per download in uh, affiliate commissions and he's spending, you know, six, $7 on ads. So he's immediately recouping, you know, almost two thirds of the cost of, of the ads. Then he makes money, you know, later, of course. Yeah. Prompts work really well. Parenting niche. So just to give you some examples, like checklists and cheat sheets, are you can come up with boundless examples in that, right? Uh, templates and swipe copy, easy. Give you some in the toolkit. Prompts work really well in like the parenting niche where it's like seven, seven conversation starters for talking to your kids about sex. Every parent will download that. You know, that's actually a real one. <laughs> Not the exact title, but a real one. Parenting uh, relationships, you know, like uh, questions to ask on a date night with your spouse. You know, that works really well. Text messages to send to your, you know, to your loved one, things like that. Prompts work really well. And the last one is spreadsheets. So simple templates, budgets, expense trackers, workout trackers. Uh, there's one I got, uh, I coach my kids soccer. I download, it's just a, what do you call it? A practice planner. Yeah. And it's literally a Google sheet that you copy that has a three month plan in a spreadsheet. I mean, it could be more, they're, they're using it. These are the best lead magnets, guys. It's the ones you're already using. We have one. It's, one of my, it's been downloaded 2000 times. It is the, if you think about it, it, when I say it, yes, it's impacted people. It has helped people. But you talk about the three hour rule. This took me zero hours, zero seconds to create because we already used it. It's one where you go in and at the top, you type in the first day of your promo. So you type in, you know, three slash 27 slash 23 for March 27, 23. And it goes and fills in everything you're supposed to do leading up to that launch with your affiliates. That's the, that's the, the lead magnet. Now you look at it and go, well, that didn't take you any time to create. What a stupid lead magnet. No. How much value are they going to get out of right, that? Right, right, right. It's a quick win because their question they're asking is, oh my gosh, I know I need to be doing stuff, but I don't know what to do. Matt says you're supposed to email every week and communicate with your affiliates. And he says it 55 times per podcast, but I don't know what to do. Hey, just go grab my free template. Boom. Download. You know, easy to get. Yeah. Use. And like self-publishing, like here's the like pre-book launch checklist. I think I, I feel like I put something together like that at some point. It's somewhere on my hard drive. No, I love this. That This is actually a really helpful conversation. Um, so uh, we'll call that number three, like eBooks, traditional lead magnets, overrated, but these checklist cheat sheets, these quick win lead magnets, vastly underrated. Um, and so that was number then three on quick, the list. Yeah, go ahead. Let me show you, you. This is the most important part of the book, probably in my opinion, other than everything else. <laughs> How do you name your lead magnet? Because we've studied this and we figured out the formula. It is so simple. So write this down, guys. It is number noun that verb results. Okay. So this is it. You, you have the number at the beginning. Your number should be three, five, seven, or 10. Those are the numbers that work. Anything more than 10, too intimidating. It's too many things. We think more is better. No, it is not. More is never better in things like this. You also don't want it to be one or two. This is, you know, occasionally you can do like my number one swipe file for recruiting affiliates. That does work okay, really well if you've got the right thing. My number one such and such. My number one thing 
for yada yada. But number down that, that verb results. So like five emails that will double your sales, right? That's easy. I can five emails. I, I can do five emails. I don't want a list of like 30 and there's a verb. We're going to double. That is the verb, right? Seven foods that burn fat while you sleep. I can commit to possibly eating, learning seven foods. I'm not going to probably eat all seven, but I'll eat five of the seven. But if you try to give me 25, oh my gosh, that's too big of a list. I think you can keep up with that, right? And I don't want one food. I want five or seven. You know, one of the ones I wrote for a, a client of ours was 10 prayers that unlock heaven on earth. Okay. You know, that was, he's, he's in the faith-based niche. Boom. It was, it was what we talk about, right? It was swipe file. That's what it is. It's this wipe file. Uh, three free tools that triple your affiliate income is one that we've, you know, that we've used. That's, that's the formula that we found. Uh, we've tested this, you know, hundreds of times, but number noun that, that verb results. And that's the big part is you got to have that result on the end. What is the double your sales, burn fat while you sleep, things like that, where they can immediately picture, you know, what they're getting out of this. All right. Very good. More with Matt in just a moment. But first, I want to share a tool that can save you time, money, and headache in your business, and that's our sponsor, FreshBooks. Let this be the year you put an end to the shoebox of receipts or the Excel spreadsheet methods of bookkeeping. It's a new year, and it's time to get your business finances on solid ground. That's where FreshBooks comes in. It's the easy-to-use invoicing and accounting software that makes it simple to create great-looking, professional, branded invoices and get paid fast. Plus, you'll be able to take advantage of their proposals tool, expense and time tracking, automated payments, and reports that give you a real-time snapshot of the health of your business. And how about some safety in numbers? Over 30 million people have used FreshBooks and 94% of FreshBooks users say it's super easy to get up and running. Plus, with their award-winning support team, you're never alone. I want to invite Side Hustle Show listeners to take advantage of a special offer at freshbooks.com slash side hustle. Over there, you'll get 90% off your FreshBooks subscription for four months. That's freshbooks.com slash side hustle. And big thanks to FreshBooks for sponsoring the show. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes, T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A. Ands.com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. I want to move to number four on my list, which is Facebook groups. And I'll share the kind of spammy way to do it. And then I'll share the way that I do it. So the, this, <laughs> the spammy way that you see some people do is they go into a Facebook group that they don't own or control or moderate. And they say, hey, who wants my template for blah, 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 you know, comment yes below. And because you have a bunch of people commenting yes, like it pushes it to the top of the algorithm and just drives me crazy for so many reasons. Like if you do that in my group, I will kick you out so fast. I don't like it. I, I, I actually, 
just personally, I will never do it. Even if it worked great and it doesn't, even if it worked great, I would never do it because I hate it. Well, now you have to DM these people a million times and you can only send a certain number before you have to start switching account. It's a, it's a mess. And I was like, I was sitting in a session at FinCon and like some prominent person is like up recommending the strategy. I'm like, really? Like, oh, it just felt, it felt gross. But I love Facebook as a search engine, right? It's another one of these search engines, like probably a top five search engine in the country, in the world, where if somebody is searching for your keyword, in my case, side hustle, I want to show up pretty prominently. Someone's going to find the Side Hustle Nation Facebook group. When they request to join, I ask them a handful of questions. And one of those questions is, hey, you want to get my best side hustle tips? Just punch in your email here. And that's it. I don't, I don't even, I should go back and revisit. I don't know if there's a lead magnet promise there or not. That connects directly to ActiveCampaign through a service called Group Leads, which I want to say is like a hundred bucks a year or something, like a super affordable software. I love it. I've been a customer for you know over a year, year and a half now. And that's a huge source of incremental uh, business. Because so early on, the Facebook group was largely, you know, listeners of the podcast, readers of the blog, and then started to notice like, oh, people are finding this organically through Facebook. And I was like, well, that's, you know, if Facebook wants to send me, you know, free listeners, readers, subscriber, like, you know, I'm kind of dumb not to take that. Thank you, Zuckerberg. Yeah. And so trying to uh, do a better job of capturing those people and introducing them into the larger ecosystem. So absolutely love that. If you don't have the Facebook group for your niche, like, yeah, it's, it's less of a thing than maybe it was, but still very effective. Yeah, I, I would put that as, again, kind of that middle ground. I'm not going to say it's overrated or underrated. Like some of the things that we talked about, it's really hard if you are starting from scratch. If you start a Facebook group after you have a small audience and you can get them into the Facebook group to juice it up initially, it works really well. That's, that's what we've seen, you know, even just a few hundred people, you know, to juice it. If you're starting it from scratch, you just have to be prepared. It's going to take a while and be, and be prepared for that. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with taking a while to do something as long as you're prepared for it. I think the, the underrated side is, I think the underrated side is again, participating in Facebook groups and not doing it like you just said, the whole, you know, being spammy or like every time this person comments on a, on the face, the answer is always, oh yeah, sign up at my site. No, <laughs> you leave good comments, just like I talked about. It's no different uh, that, you know, that person that I was talking about earlier, Tom, it could be in his Facebook group. He doesn't have a Facebook group, so that's not where it would be. It could be in his things. And I, there is a Facebook group that I do this unintentionally. And this has sort of happened. I, I really didn't mean for it to, but I mean, every time somebody asks a question about affiliates, somebody else in the group ends up tagging me and saying, Matt, can you jump in here? Or you should talk to Matt. And so naturally, when I respond, that person is, I can't tell you how many times that person, I responded to them and answered their question and said, awesome. I, you know, I looked you up. I signed up for your list. I, I've li- I just listened. I've been listened to 12 of your podcast episodes yesterday, blah, blah, blah. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, how did that happen? A little bit of the outside the group reputation, but it also happened from, you know, every time somebody asked about affiliate stuff, I provided a thoughtful answer. I didn't say you can subscribe to my podcast or you can do anything like that. I just answered the question between us, many of the times I was copying and pasting stuff I'd written 17 times already. And I do have a file for things like that in a Google doc where I can just search and I don't have to retype everything, but I would, you know, I would respond with a thoughtful comment. So it got to the point where people just associated me with that. 
And they knew that I would do that. So they went ahead and proactively tagged me, which is essentially, if you think about that, if somebody says, Nick's your guy and you respond, everything you say from that point forward is gold and gospel. Yeah. Because somebody else in the group said, Nick's your guy. Yeah. Unsolicited endorsement right there. Yeah. And so it's not like I come in and say, I don't even have to do the whole, well, here are my credentials to be able to answer this question. I just go, thanks, Joe, for saying I'm awesome. Here's my answer. Boom. Instant, instant podcast subscriber. And probably, and the other thing is 25 other people are going to see that and 10 of them are going to subscribe. And I mean, you can, you can point to it. I mean, like it's, it's crazy how that actually works. Yeah. All right. I've got a bunch more on uh, this list here, but I wanted to give you uh, uh, an opportunity if you have anything else on the uh, email list building side that you think is worthwhile for people to uh, pay attention to. Yeah. I mean, just straight up affiliates. I mean, this has worked. This is affiliate marketing 101, right? We build an affiliate army. Uh, This is my jam. You know, we go out and we get a lot of people none of whom necessarily by themselves send more than a couple hundred people. You know, these are not like the biggest names in the world. We go find people who've promoted similar products and then we get them to promote our stuff evergreen. So we've got tons of entry points. We've got evergreen webinars. We've got all the stuff we just talked about, right? The checklist, the prompts, the swipe files, the templates, you know, all those things that we've got that, that we just talked about, right? The, uh, the spreadsheets that I just mentioned, uh, we don't do a toolkit again, cause it just doesn't work for, for my niche. So all those things, we we've, we've got those lead magnets and we've got affiliates like just all the time, 30, 40, 50, 60 a day, you know, leads a day mailing into any you know, given combination of those things, uh, we've been able to get our affiliates to add certain things to their autoresponders. So yeah. we have uh, we have one affiliate that I'm thinking of in particular. He's a pastor, and so he, uh, you know, it's not exactly like perfectly in our niche, but he teaches pastors kind of a little bit of kind of what you do, but it's specifically for for pastors. He teaches them how to build up a side income. Oh, cool! And so. On roughly day 45-ish of his autoresponder, he has a little three-day sequence where he sends him to three of our lead magnets in succession. And I don't think there's ever a day where we get less than one new subscriber from him or more than five. But it's consistent, yeah. Every day we get about two. So 730 a year that we can count on from Brandon. And that's what we're going to get from him. And it's just like this little slow drip. The thing is, we have a hundred Brandons, you know, in various sizes. Like some of them are, some of them are promoting more live. Some of them are promoting in their autoresponders and it's, you know, we're getting two leads. Some of them, we get like one lead a week, one new lead a week. But when you have a hundred people that adds up, you know, and that's, that's really the key is, is, I mean, it's uh, it's very basic, but it absolutely works. Yeah. It's a really interesting one. If you've got your funnels kind of dialed in like, Hey, I just need to insert more people into the top and incentivize affiliate partners for sending you those people. I think that makes a lot of sense. Number six on my list, I want to get your take on giveaways. This was a big thing for a while. I'm going to, you know, use a uh, King Sumo or similar software to host this giveaway and in, in the hopes that it goes medium viral and I can grow my list that way. Uh, Underrated if you're brand, brand new, overrated anytime past that. <laughs> okay. We have about a 10 to 15% retention rate on giveaway leads. Oh, meaning meaning that they're mostly like freebie seekers? Yeah. So we, we look at 90-day retention rate 
So I don't care how many people sign up. I care about how many people are still on 90 days from now. I mentioned earlier that we basically have about 60% of our, of people who signed up 10 years ago. Yeah, that's incredible. Still on my list. That's uh, that's not normal. Just to, we do not have a 60% of people who signed up nine years ago. We have a 60% only on the people who signed up 10 years ago because of that intimacy that we had with them early on. Yeah. But typically, you know, we'll have like a 10 to 15% 90-day retention rate on freebie seekers versus 75, 70 to 75% overall. So one fifth is, you know, the retention. So as long as you're aware of that and you don't go, Hey, I got a thousand subscribers. Now you got probably a hundred, 150 that are going to stick around for 90 days. Um, if what you're giving away, you know, you look at it as a cost, you know, uh, we only pay affiliates when a transaction is made. That's how they make their money. So it doesn't cost me anything to get the lead from an affiliate. I'll spend four twenty five on average to get a lead from Facebook, give or take about a, a buck on that. So as long as I can make up, say three dollars of that, like we talked about earlier, in my funnel, then I only lose a buck twenty five, and I can then do the math and sell down the road. And it it makes mathematical sense to lose a buck twenty five today to make you know thousands of dollars later. With the freebie seekers, if you give away a, a prize package that's say two hundred dollars. And you get a thousand people and a hundred of them stick, you paid two dollars a lead, is really how I look at it. Yeah, so you bake that into your acquisition costs. Yeah. If that if as long as the acquisition cost is affordable and makes sense for you, it works. But honestly, we like we got to the point where we we did them early on. I'm glad we did them. And now it's like that's just it's not worth the effort and the just stuff like you get your spam complaints go up and stuff like that, and it's not worth it once you reach a certain point. Do you ever play around with subscriber referral programs like tiered, almost like in-house affiliate programs where if you send us 10 new subscribers, we'll send you a t-shirt. You send us 50 new subscribers, we'll send you, uh, I don't know, whatever. We'll jump on a call with you or something like that. Yeah. I'm because of the niche I'm in, I can do this. We just make them affiliates. We ask them all the time, do you want to be an affiliate? Do you want to be an affiliate? One of our courses, no product, no problem. It's it's an affiliate training course. So it's a self-perpetuating course. Basically, it's reached the point where we're getting a student, almost one student every time we get a student. If so, if we if so and so refers thirty people, those thirty people will refer on average about twenty five people. Yeah, gosh, that's really and it cool. It becomes self perpetuating because we're training affiliates. So hey, make your first promotion. <laughs> <laughs> like it becomes a self perpetuating thing. If you can do that, and a lot of niches you can't do that. If you're in the gardening niche, that's really hard. If you're a productivity coach, that's really hard to do. What you can do in that particular situation though, is tie it to like, if, especially with your customers, not your just subscribers, but your customers, you can say, Hey, refer three people and not get a, like an affiliate commission. That doesn't mean anything to them. Uh, let's say it's a, let's say it's fifty dollars a month to be a member of your program. Refer three members, and your next month's free. Yeah, and every every month they stay, you're free. Now you go. Well, why would I do that? Well, you're going to pay an affiliate a forty percent commission. You're really only paying a thirty three percent commission. So, but you put it in terms that they understand. Half of them don't even know what the word affiliate means in in some niches. You know, they don't have a clue. So if you put it in terms of like refer three people and your registration is free. Hey, uh, for the, uh, you know, refer three people to our live event and you get a free ticket. Well, that makes sense. I now get a free ticket to a live event that I want to go to that costs a thousand dollars. I think I can find three people and you've effectively made them an affiliate. Yeah. I would love to find 
an elegant like built-in software for this because some of the off-the-shelf solutions like Sparkloop are super expensive depending on the size of your list yeah. and everything. And it's like it's kind of it's cool to be able to track that. And I see that at the bottom of like my hustle subscription, like, oh, you've referred four people, you know, you're one away from whatever the next tier is or something. It's like, okay, that's kind of cool in in certain niches where you wouldn't naturally want to make that person an affiliate, but framing it in, um, you know, with, with prizes that are meaningful to them, you know, in some mm-hmm. way. Uh, okay. Yeah. We did it. I'll tell you what we did. We did, we created a zap, you know, through Zapier. Uh, all of our students automatically get an affiliate account, affiliate account. And I'm not recommending ClickFunnels. That's just what we use. Just to be clear, there are plenty of other great, we, with our clients, we use all different, you know, softwares and stuff, but we created a zap that takes the, the, before the at in their email address and makes that their username. So if, you know, I'll just, you know, it's like your username is badgolfer2 at yahoo.com, right? That's your email address. Okay then it actually will take that and automatically create an affiliate link in ClickFunnels through Zapier. The only thing they then have to do if they want to get paid is upload their W9, you know, and stuff like that. But we are automatically have it. And then it transfers that information back to ConvertKit and we can actually email them and say, hey, if you want to refer people, here's your affiliate link. And that, that ID becomes a merge field in, you know, ConvertKit. So it then, you know, it's like the ugly stuff, the blah, 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 dot ClickFunnels.com forward slash yada, 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 yeah. yada equals... And then it puts it in. So it's, there's a little bit of tech. And I want to say it probably, whatever we pay per zap, we pay like a dollar per month per zap basically is what it amounts to. So, and we already have click funnels. So we're paying 12 bucks a year to be able to do that. Right. And it's completely automated um, on our back end. It's, it works. Yeah. Make it, make it simple for here is your referral link. You know, would you like yeah. to earn commission or would you like to start getting bonuses or you know, whatever you want to phrase it, but making it simple on the user side uh, for that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over three and a half million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. 
Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. Are virtual summits still a thing? Yes. Here's the thing. Uh, big believer in virtual summits. They still work. I think they are high. I think they were, they were close to being overrated about four years ago. But I did the research. I studied this. It's the same like if you look at like email marketing is dead. All right, let's look at that one for a second because it ties into virtual summits. Go to Google, type in email marketing is dead and change the search results to show you all the search results from 2002. Then do it for 2003, 2004, 2005. You will see results every year. It's like Zig Ziglar said, economists have successfully predicted 22 of the last two recessions, right? They have been wrong for 20 years. Email marketing is still the most powerful thing. That's what we're talking about it right now, right? Same thing with virtual summits. We were started talking, oh, there are virtual summits are everywhere. Here's the thing. Do the target test. I recommend this for anything. Go to Target. Don't go to Walmart. It's just weird. Go to Target <laughs> and ask 100 people, how many virtual summits have you been to? You will be lucky if more than two people have been to one. 98% of the people in Target have never been to a virtual summit. Why does it seem like they're everywhere? Because we're marketers and we're super sensitive to those things. We think they're everywhere because we study marketing and we see them everywhere and we pay attention to those things. Most people have still never even heard of them. So they're not, uh, they're not dead by any stretch. Our, our clients who are doing, we have a couple coaching clients, Jason and Cecilia Hilke with Happily Family. They're in the parenting niche. Three years ago, they were doing 25,000 people to a summit twice a year. 2020, obviously it exploded and they were doing, you know, 100,000. They're like, oh, well, it's going to die down when people get back. No, 2001, they were doing about 115,000. And just last uh, November, they had 165,000 people do their, their parenting summit. Wow. That's 65,000 more than in the depths of COVID when we thought that was where they were going to peak. So no, I mean, they're still a huge thing uh, and they still work. Just a ton of work to put together, you know, map out probably at least three months of your life to coordinate the, uh, the recordings and the promotion efforts and everything that goes into that, but can be profitable upfront if you're selling like the lifetime access plus product upsells on the back. And you had a fantastic way to tap into pre-existing audiences, build your list that way. So that's helpful to hear, right? It's like, oh, my audience is virtual summited out, right? It was huge for a while and it kind of ran its course. But in in many niches, maybe there's still uh, room to play there. Yeah, absolutely. I think almost every one of them. It's just that you're, you, we're all hypersensitive to, you know, we follow all the people in our niche and you got to remember like most people don't follow all the people in your niche and most people have never been to a virtual summit. Very good. We've got an episode on how to set your virtual summit up for success. I'll link that up for you in the show notes. Matt, it's been awesome. I know we could geek out on this for hours, but <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll let you go. You've got the book, passionsintoprofitsbook.com slash Nick, where you find some special bonuses for Side Hustle Show listeners. What's next for you? What's got you excited this year? Oh my gosh. So af after the book launch, um, it's really just getting back to focusing on our clients. We're working with some amazing people, people that I know you know, and, and we'll connect, some that we'll connect you with, Nick, because I know uh, there are people that you definitely should be connecting with, like Joseph Michael and Shane Sams and guys like that. Like These are uh, people that we love working with. Uh, we love working with our clients. Our agency's taken off. We've got you know five full-time affiliate managers now going on 10. 
And, uh, you know, things are just growing there that I'm excited about that. And I'm, believe it or not, I'm excited already thinking about the next book. You know, this one took eight years from kind of Genesis to, to actually getting it out into the world. I'm already thinking about the next one and the next one's probably going to be more focused on just the affiliate marketing side. And, you know, we dive into that over the course of about 40 pages of a 300 page book, but I want to take a, a 300 page, you know, deep dive into that in the next one. So that's, uh, that's what I'm most excited about. Just continuing to grow our team, uh, work with our clients, get the next book started and uh, do all this over again, <laughs> you know, in, in a couple more years, it's like, yeah, we'll just I'll think about every two and a half years I can I can swing this. I think any any more frequent than that, I'll probably uh, end up in in some sort of a mental institution. But I think every two and a half years I can pull off. I've I've heard from uh, several people on the back end of that you know traditionally published book promo circuit that yeah I love, let me take a breather from that. But I, you know I may may take another swing at the at the plate uh, in a year or two. It, it has been really really fun, awesome. Uh, I mean, you know, well over a hundred interviews and, and I've loved every, I really have. I'm not just saying like, I've loved every minute of it and I'm looking forward to a couple weeks off <laughs> on the tail end of this in February. I'm looking forward to going to Florida and sitting on a beach and do and sitting in a hot tub for like eight hours a day doing absolutely nothing. Uh, I will admit that I'm kind of looking forward to that. <laughs> well, very good. Matt, again, uh, passionsintoprofitsbook.com slash Nick. MattMcWilliams.com is where you can find the rest of Matt's stuff. Let's wrap this thing up with your number one tip for Side Hustle Nation. If you're starting off, like you want to just get a little bit of traction going, we talk about sharing circles. So you go go find eight people, you know, eight to eight or nine people, a group of 10 people, similar size, you know, similar experience, and just share each other's content. But uh, form a little sharing circle and get started because you can turn your little list of say a hundred people into four or 500 really fast. And then you can expand from there. And as you grow, and as you grow, they grow. And as they grow, you grow. Uh, but it starts with that lead magnet. Cause if you don't have something for them to actually give to people and to promote to people, that's, that's actually attractive and has that quick win and solve that pain. You're not going to grow your list. Yeah, absolutely. Well, appreciate you sharing that. I think one of the big uh, recurring themes from this conversation is really, if there is a shortcut, it's tapping into an existing audience in some way that's beneficial to both parties. Once again, you can download your free list building cheat sheet at the show notes for this episode. It includes all the ideas Matt and I talked about, plus lots more ways to grow your list, along with the tools and resources to get it done all in an easy to digest format. Just hit up the show notes link in the description and you'll find the little form to download it near the top of that post. Again, that's your free list building cheat sheet as your listener only bonus for this episode. Big thanks to Matt for sharing his insight. That is it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show. Hustle on.